And this is Kristen. And this is another episode of Throwing Curves. Whoop, whoop. Every time, I want that to be grander whenever we say throwing curves. Like, I want it to be like, throwing curves. It's really crazy. <laughs> I don't know, because I'm, I'm just, I'm only me. So. You need the audience in the back? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I'll work on that. Wait, you're going to be the audience? <laughs> yes, I'm going to wear, I'm, you know, hey, we, we only have limited resources here, so... <laughs> I'm going to have to make this happen. Going Really? Yeah, that's not going to work. <laughs> How are you doing, Toya? I'm good, Kristen. How are you? Girl, I am fine trying to deal with this weather. Goodness gracious. It's still raining? Girl, it is raining day in and day out. I just... (laughs) Exactly. That's what my hair is saying. My hair is like, (laughs) ma'am, this is not working for us. Find another solution. Black girl problems. But yeah, it's raining like crazy and then it's starting to get hot too. So, you know, that kind of produces some mugginess. So it's a combination and, of rain and heat. Yes. Never good. Never good. And I'm like, I'm preparing for the heat of the summer, you know, because yeah. eventually it's going to stop raining and then it's just going to be sizzling hot. And um, it made me think of some hangups that I have as far as like showing my body and my skin during the summer. Mm-hmm. This comes up for me every year. What do you mean? Okay. Like for me personally... I don't like showing my arm. Oh? <laughs> oh? I, I can always tell when you disagree with something because you do that noise. Oh? <laughs> yeah. Well, let's see what we got here. Hmm. Well, how do you feel about it? About showing your arms? Uh-huh. Well, the way that my persona is set up, um i feel like if people don't really like looking at my arms they don't have to look honestly i don't have time to be in the the hundred degree weather trying to sweat Mm -hmm. and look cute for somebody else like if you're offended by my arms um you don't have to look i'm sorry (laughs) that's my own thought process because if i am okay with my arms that's the only person who has to be okay with them you know yeah you're right i'm you're right but i'm not because you you know, you you have a, what's your issue with the arm? I don't know. I, I can't really even pinpoint it because, I don't know, I I don't like the way they look, but I other people have been like, girl, they look fine, stop being crazy. And, oh, by the way, you look crazy walking around when it's 110 <laughs> degrees and you have on a cardigan. I know, that, that <laughs> has to be hot. Like, I can't. I tried to wear the cardigan, like, oh, let me beat you with the cardigan. But, no, it's too hot. Like, a hundred and some plus weather is too hot to be worried about your arms. I'm just like, you just, people are just going to have to deal with it, honestly. Um, But that's just my persona. I mean, I used to them, I think that way. I can't say I fully thought that way, because at the end of the day, I've never really cared. Um, yeah <laughs> because you know i look at my arms and i'm like okay yeah they they could definitely they could probably be better in some people's eyes they're not at the worst that they could be but i don't yeah your arms are cute girl bye 
my arms. They are. They need a little bit of help. But I'm not going to hide them for someone else because, I mean, my husband's going to have to deal with these arms. So if I meet him in the process, no, he's just going to have to be prepared. Right. It's like what I come with. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) This is what it is. Exactly. (laughs) And then it like, for me, it like messes up all the cute summer outfits because like you, you find a cute sundress or whatever. And it's like, it looks dumb when you, like, throw a throw big a old, cardigan. You know, cardigan over it from Target. Yes. Not that it looks <laughs> dumb, but it just looks like it kind of loses, like, a dress loses the look. Because yeah, you get it, yeah. and then you put something else on top of it, I'm like, ugh. Right. It's not right. as cute anymore because I'm covering up half of it with this cardigan. Yep. You're right. So I, I don't know what to do. And, you know, when those bolero jackets came out, girl. Right. <laughs> that was that was it i was like yes that was the lifesaver yes it was it it was for that good you know two summers i was like boleroed out and i was bolero betsy i always <laughs> had me one on I, and i totally overdid it and so now you know i'm like okay i need to reevaluate this i know that um torrid had uh, this and and a couple of other vendors too like asos have this really cute, like, lace jacket, if you will, or, like, blazer. I don't know if you've seen them around, but a couple of companies have it. And so I got, this summer, I got a couple in a couple different colors. So I'm able to wear that because I can wear, like, lacy stuff and stuff. It could be see-through. I don't, I just don't know why I want my arms covered. Hmm. But, so anyway, I got a couple of those. They're cool. They feel cool. But, um, I mean, see-through, you can't, you can still see your arms. I know. That's what I don't. I I don't understand, girl. Don't don't try to introduce logic to. I'm sitting my here like, process. well, if you see through, that means that you could see through it. I'm confused. If you try to introduce logic to me and my thought process, then you you'll just end up frustrated. It just doesn't happen. Oh, I'm trying to think of. Oh, well, there's also. I mean, I mean, since you can wear the see-through stuff. There's also the, um, going around now is like those crochet type of tops. Mm-hmm. Have you seen them? Yes, and I love them. Yeah, they're pretty, um, they're pretty see-through. They give you just a little bit of coverage because you can pretty much see everything through them. Um, but you can put them over like a maxi dress if you have like a sleeveless maxi dress. Um, and they come in all different colors. So I think that could be one option. Cute. I mean, for those people who, um don't want their arms to show but still show <laughs> <laughs> i sense the shade is strong with you tonight Toya. <laughs> i'm just trying to use you know just trying to throw some suggestions out there yeah i appreciate it i might take that up actually that sounds like it because i have a few maxi dresses that i'm like oh this is so cute but like i always wear them with like a blazer or something because it's like oh but i gotta cover my arms so no, that crochet top works um, because I've, I have some of those also um, because some of the maxi dresses, you know, some of them don't have sleeves whatsoever. So they can be like strapless maxi dresses, those tube type of maxi dresses. And if you mm-hmm. throw one of those crochet tops on top of the maxi dress, that helps out a lot because, it, I mean, it gives it a different, I feel like those crochet tops are kind of gives it like a sexy feel. Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes it better. It's not as boring of just one, you know, simple color or one sim- simple look. 
Yeah. So yeah. They can help that way. Or you can throw like a what's well, I don't know. If you don't want to show your arms and <laughs> this might be far fetched. However, you can throw on like a crop top and not have like the crop portion, like your stomach out or whatever, but you can throw mm-hmm. up on top of the maxi dress or whatever. Oh, okay. That, yeah, that'll work. That might I like I like the way the crop tops look on like, you know, certain bloggers and stuff like that, but I'm like I don't know. A the skin on my belly is like the it's never seen the light of day. So it's like the palest, it's completely <laughs> colored in the rest of me. <laughs> but my first I need to get like a tan on just that area. <laughs> <laughs> Before I started wearing a crop top, because I would look like two different people. <laughs> I mean, or you can just put it on top. I don't know. I mean, it just depends on the style of the dress, mm-hmm. whether or not that will work. Um, but, I mean, it's an option. At least crop tops do have, like, a small sleeve, so that can okay. help. Yeah, that's cute with, like, a, you know, like, a fitted, like, bodycon skirt or something like that. Mm-hmm. Super cute. So Thanks. So- Thanks. We have options now. Options. You <laughs> don't want to show your arms, but still show them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the world according to Kristen. Yes, it's a yes. scary, scary yes, place. The logic according to Kristen. <laughs> exactly. Now, whenever I go to work during the summer, you know, I have the same issue but it's kind of good because I feel like putting the cardigan or whatever over a sundress or whatever kind of dresses it up mm-hmm. and I'm able to you know switch from a cute sundress that I wear on the weekend to something that I can put on and wear to work and look professional right so yeah I think the blazer works for work I mean I don't think I would go to work I don't think I'd go to work with my arms all out that's probably one place I'll be like, oh, I have to be, you know, in the status quo and the norm of things at work. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, exactly. You got to blend in. You don't want to stick out. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to, you know, conform. However, I mean, the blazer at work with the, the sundress, maxi dress or whatever, that helps take what's, you know, a maxi dress is pretty casual. So the blazer yeah. adds to it and makes it, gives it more of a business casual look as opposed to just frolicking in the summertime sun right yeah (laughs) running to cvs because that's exactly what i wear during the summer when i'm running around it's a maxi (laughs) i can breathe it's too hot in the summertime i just need something that i can breathe and it's not going to be too hot yeah no, that makes sense. And uh, yeah, I feel like everyone has the right and the <laughs> justification because this heat is not playing and heat stroke is real. And I, I just don't ever get overheated. And that's probably me because I'm cold natured. But oh, so is that why you wear the cardigans? It's to cover my arms, but it's not like I'm ever getting overheated or like way too hot or anything like that mm-hmm. because that's just not like, you know, that's not my body temperature to be getting all hot like that so it isn't a big problem sometimes yeah I do get hot but I just deal with it but I've never like overheated or felt heat stroke or anything <laughs> that's possible so like. I don't know <laughs> maybe I have been getting heat stroke I don't know <laughs> you're like I never felt heat stroke I'm like what does it feel like <laughs> I never I don't know I'll have to google that do you like pass out or something <laughs> No, I don't know. I've never had it. Look, I'm burying my arms in the summer. So. 
you're like you're the one who's walking around here looking like <laughs> yeah so and i don't know what it feels like <laughs> fine 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 i'm not sure that's cool. I'm excited about my new outfit. Thanks, Toya. Yeah. I'm gonna... Get you one of those uh, lace crop top, not lace crochet. Mm-hmm. Get you one or two. There you go. Will do. Will do. Oh, he stroked this summer. <laughs> <laughs> No heat stroke, only the backstroke. What you gonna, you gonna, wait, hold up, the backstroke <laughs> in the pool? In the pool, you nasty. Just, no, I'm saying, like, you don't want to show your arms, you gonna get in the pool? Oh yeah, I do get in the pool, but I only, not in public. What? <laughs> <laughs> wait, where's the pool at? <laughs> at my parents' house. <laughs> The only time you get in the pool, Kristen? Yes. I can't play. I don't get in the pool either, but still. (laughs) You know the ironic part? I was on the swim team in high school. Really? Yes, and I I've been thick since day one of my life. So so I was thick in high school. Problem in high school? I don't know. I don't know what it was. It was like a different mentality. Like I was in competition mode or whatever. I mean, I wasn't that great, but still, I was. I was in competition mode, so it didn't matter. But now I was. You weren't that great at swimming, is that what? Yeah, yeah. You know, I wasn't clocking the highest times or anything by any means, but I was decent. But now I would never do that. I often think of that. I'm like, how did I have the that was confidence? That's a lot of confidence. Yes. Like you, I don't know how. Yeah, no. I'm. It was crazy. I wonder how that like when that changed. I know, right? I don't. I have no idea. I couldn't even tell you. But so, and I still enjoy swimming. Just not in public. Just not in public. Can't do it. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I mean, I can't either. So I can't say. I mean, I just say, oh my goodness. But I don't know how to swim. So maybe that. I'll use that. Yeah, that's. I don't know how to swim. So therefore. However, I'm not going to go lounge by the pool either. But it's funny, when you see, like, a plus-size girl or someone lounging by the pool or swimming in public, it's not like you judge her, do you? No. I know you don't. I I don't. I don't pay attention. Yeah, it's like, you know, I'm not even, I'm like, gone, girl, I'm not even paying attention to that. Funny how we hold ourselves to these, like, crazy standards and think someone's really... Like, you know, me, like we are that important, you know, they're going to be watching me when I... Right, you know, right. Like, all eyes cool, on me. They're going to be looking at me. I know it already. <laughs> all eyes are going to be on me. Exactly. And it's like, nobody's worried about you. <laughs> and that's probably the sad truth. Nobody's real concerned. <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever, like, get over that or whatever. But, you know, for now, it's just how I keep comfortable. It's not like I'm embarrassed of myself or anything it's just a preference i guess mm-hmm. and everybody is entitled to that that is true that is true even if it's weird i don't think that's weird <laughs> i don't think you're the only person that doesn't like to show their arms or doesn't like to swim i mean i don't like to swim and well, i can't swim let me not say swim uh, <laughs> before you have it pe- people thinking like oh yeah she's a great swimmer i'll be like no <laughs> I can barely float. <laughs> that's that's the first step, though, floating. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of to each their own. Yeah. 
Yeah, you're right. Good point. Exactly. So if you want to show your arms but not show your arms, you do that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, girl. (laughs) You're welcome. Okay, now, you talked about conforming at work. I did. Oh, with the blazers. Yes, with the blazers and everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a given. You gotta do yeah. that. And um, that brings up another point that we've talked about before, and that is the oh-so, you know, ever-present concept that black professionals have to deal with often called code switching. <laughs> What is code switching, Toya? Do you want to explain that? (laughs) Oh, let me take a gander at the code switching. Code switching. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, code switching is just going from one vernacular or one dialect, you know, changing one speech per se. Okay, (laughs) you can go from talking like this in one situation, okay, and then you go to talking like this, okay, because that's how you be code switching, okay. (laughs) And it's it's like a matter of like seconds almost because you know you'll be on the phone, you'll pick up the phone, and it's like your cell phone, and it's like a friend or whatever. You'll just be like. Hey girl, what you doing? And then y'all talk, and then like your office phone rings, and you're like, Thank "This you is Christian. for calling. This is <laughs> How can I help you today?" And it's like a part of life, like. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes I wonder, like, am I being inauthentic at work? Clearly, because Kristen, Kristen, like non-work Kristen, is like real i hate to say real Kristen because all of this is a part of my personality right. but i mean this is the Kristen that's been around <laughs> what's the Kristen? day one what's the, well i can't you said not real what's the most frequently occurring queer Kristen? <laughs> i guess since i'm at work most of the time i guess now work Kristen is the most frequently occurring mm. <laughs> you know what but what do you think is like what's the toy what's the aspect that you come like you know this is Toya girl I don't know I can't claim any one variation of myself because we all all my variations me myself and I oh (laughs) (laughs) this is nothing new Kristen this is nothing new there is like if you talk to you know family friends or family they'll tell you there's Toya and there's you know Netta <laughs> um, they call her Netta. I, you know, I just let them be. I didn't give her the name Netta, but her name is Netta, and <laughs> she's my alter ego. And I don't know. There's this, and then there's an in between. I don't know who that girl is, but she's just there, like whatever. Because it just, I just have so many. Like when I'm at work, it's kind of like I have to talk like this because blah 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 blah. But I've caught myself when I'm talking around people of the same, um, you know, melanin concentrate. When I'm at <laughs> work, um, when I talk to them or when I see them, I-, I can easily be like, hey, what's up, blah, blah, blah. And then my coworkers are like, uh, what just happened? <laughs> So I don't, I don't know. It's and then you know, there's always that hola como estas that you know, because I grew up in a very Hispanic community. 
So there's just there's that aspect too. It, well, wow. I don't know. And and when I go home, it's easy to be just that girl again because that's what I'm used to. So mm-hmm. I have a whole vast variety bucket of you know. Uh, so I can easily adapt. I think that's a good way. I think in my mind, code switching or your black scent, whatever you want to call it, I think being able to code switch is better or at least good because you can adapt to different environments. And it's yeah. not like you're being, you're, you're not being, it's not as if you're not being genuine because mm-hmm. this is really who I am or this is, you know, that Toya, Netta, whoever, that's who I am. Each bit or each fragment makes up who I am so I think being able to co-switch is actually beneficial almost as beneficial as being able to speak another language because in reality it kind of is a different language yeah wow that that's a really good point actually I mean because at some point especially if you grew up as a minority or whatever you're gonna have to access those parts of your psyche and you know and your language to communicate in a way that the majority seems or has deemed acceptable or whatever to get your point across right so I mean you definitely have a good point now has there been any time where the code switch maybe had a little short circuit in it and didn't quite come over correctly for you Mm -hmm. no Because I've had a few of those. <laughs> no, my code switching, you know, I, I've just found myself slip at times where I'm like around colleagues who don't understand like the black scent. And mm-hmm. they're kind of like, wait a minute, what, uh, Latoya? And I'm like, huh? No. <laughs> so, yeah, Caught sorry. Girl, I, I told Netta to leave. I told her to leave. Don't worry about it. Well, you know, I, this doesn't really have to do with speech, but I will say that, you know, one day I was coming into work and I was blasting my UGK like, mm, you know, you a good girl to? should. Yes, yes. Mm. And and so, um, you know, I just I came into work, turned off my car and went inside. I wasn't really thinking too much about it. And so at lunch, my coworkers were like, let's go to lunch. And so I was like, okay, I'll drive. Cool. So we get back in my car and I turn it on and it's the sounds of UGK blasting through my car stereo. Girl, what you doing? <laughs> turn up. You, it. It like, you never know how bad a song is until you're listening to it with a bunch of people who like, you know, are like supposedly all, you know, clean cut, whatever. So I was just like fumbling, trying to turn <laughs> off the radio. Like, oh my gosh, who who put this on? <laughs> uh, what? You said who put this on? Oh, no, I'm kidding. I would never. My car. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I think someone got in my car while I was in work. And... <laughs> really? <laughs> I kid, I kid. I would never deny you, DK. I was just like, hey. It is well, what it is. Right. This is what I was listening to. It is. Deal with it. <laughs> in my car, there are some days, like, I've always been this way, though. I'll be the video vixen in my car, okay? <laughs> so. <laughs> in your car? In my car. That's as far as it goes. In my car. I just turn it up and, but not. I don't have to share that with the whole world. Just me, myself, and Netta, and whatever music I'm listening to at the time. <laughs> whatever trap music I'm listening to at the time. 
Right. Be specific. Be real with yourself. Be real with yourself. <laughs> but I just, you know, I just can't deny the trap music. I'm sorry. Some of it. It just, you know, there's just moments. I- oh, yeah, absolutely. It, it, it really becomes like this very interesting dichotomy of just living where you're going in and out of different mindsets almost and and lifestyles in a way of, it's it's very strange i wonder if other cultures experience this you know i i i don't know if the majority has to experience this i'm not sure but it's an interesting way to live life i think mm-hmm. and i think a lot of like in the african-american community what i've seen is a lot of times people will be like oh or growing up i've seen like you talk so you talk proper and i'm like well what is proper (laughs) like right what do you how do you identify this as being proper like what makes one dialect proper and the other not Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's a big deal (laughs) in our community it really is yeah and it's kind of like kids who speak proper you know they get ostracized or oh those are the smart kids and it's like not necessarily right Agree. But in the end, I think code switching can help. I don't think it really can hinder um, being able to code switch and to code switch. I mean, because I think you do it, it's an intuitive thing. It's not just something that you're trying to, to create or trying to do. It's something that just happens. Oh, so yeah. being able to code switch, I think, is beneficial. Agreed. Agreed. It's like if you're going to cross those boundaries and go into uncharted territory or try to make a difference for where you came from it's a necessary skill right and you can't deny where you came from honestly you can't deny it so this is just a portion of who i am and either you like it or you hate it whatever it's still gonna be me absolutely you can't abandon it right This is the perfect time to introduce our new segment. Bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. <laughs> our okay, new back. segment. We're going to try something new. I, but I think this is going to be sticking around just because it's amazing it is and we have so many examples i know it's like a never-ending list <laughs> so our new segment is why we love black people black people we love you was that did you sing a song it was kind of monotone though i wouldn't call it a song i just it came out of my spirit, and yeah. I just—it just came out of your spirit, just flowed right out of your spirit. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, we think that—I mean, we love black people. I mean, number one, we are black, so <laughs> that gets you halfway there. Yeah, it's kind of like, well, I'm gonna love myself and <laughs> and my culture, but I just think that this is a good topic or a good thing to have because we don't get enough of enough acknowledgement i don't think we acknowledge ourselves enough and it's kind of like there are so many reasons to love black people there really are and it's like it's coming from an abundance of love yes (laughs) in our hearts you know because it's like it's like we're we're in there with you we see you 
and the things that our people have done and are doing or and are going to do yeah. are just so wonderful and so beautiful. It's like we just want to like speak from that overflow of love. Wow, say it now. <laughs> Press down, shaking together, and running over. Say it again. Say it again. But yes, why we love black people. Um, <laughs> Kristen, <clears throat> serious mode. Um, you want to start us off? Why do you love black people? One of the many reasons I love black people is because of the single black sisters like you and me that I see every day. I oh, gotta put my singleness out there. Doing, I put mine out there too. <laughs> Because I see y'all out here doing the thing every single day, and I am so proud, and I love y'all. I mean, the things that we are doing, like, you know, statistics show that the dating pool isn't great. Well, well. (laughs) So, instead of breaking down and being sad over it and seeing everybody else you know get married Uh (laughs) right 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 all that stuff we're taking this time that we have to better ourselves and we're going through and getting extra degrees and getting these awesome jobs and making differences and pushing the the norm and the status quo in our different areas of expertise and I am just so proud of you guys. And it's like, I don't, we don't hear it enough for, especially the single black women, the, you know, we're, we're taking up for our black men and fighting for them and doing what we can and still going home by ourselves and, you know, trying mm-hmm. to do things around our house and manage our household. And I'm just so proud of us. And we never get that pat on the back. And I'm patting you on the back right now, girl, because... Because I am so proud of what you're doing. If you are a single black woman and you aren't intimidated in the workplace because nobody looks like you and you aren't pressed because of a date, you know, a dating situation or a lack thereof and you're not settling for anything or anyone less than what God has for you and the best for you then I'm here to tell you right now that I see you, even though it may not feel like anybody is noticing you and you're just going home and going to work every day and grinding. I'm here to say today that I notice you and I see you and I'm proud of you and what you do every day makes a difference. So that's why I love black people. I love my single black sisters Mm. and we are going to press ahead and really make a difference. Way to go. I like that one. I mean, <laughs> really? <laughs> Toya, tell me about your reasons. Why do you love black people today? On this um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why I love black people. Let's see. Two words. Oprah and Michelle. I guess. Okay, that's all you need to say, but go ahead and keep talking. That's, that's enough it. shut down the Oprah show. And Michelle, like, that is it. Oprah is everything, okay? And, and she's yeah. ours, and we get to, she, she's ours. We get to claim her. Like, she's yes. amazing, and she's ours, okay? You don't all really have to even say much about Oprah. You just have to say Oprah. 
Nope. People should know. And that's it. Like excellence right there. Oprah. You know what we what I esteem. I'm like, man, I need to get like Oprah, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and she's really untouchable. There's no other like her, honestly. Like she's unique and there's no one even yet that has come behind her that is remotely close to the the level of excellence that she's achieved. And I'm just like, Oh, Oprah. And you know, I'm I I I'm sorry, I gotta jump in. Cause there are so many men out here who don't like Oprah and don't have any really any reason why mm-hmm. and I'm I just want to tell them that it's I, I found out the reason why it's because you're a hater Ooh. and <laughs> you're intimidated by a, a woman being so successful beyond any other person not just black person beyond any other person you know I, I just I've had a, several conversations with guys who've just been trying to find a reason not to like Oprah and it's like there's no reason there is no reason you're just being a hater you're intimidated that's what it basically what it boils down to this woman was able to do all this you know like make all her a, adversity that she went through and yet she's still like amazing she's rose yeah. up every obstacle possible yeah and she's at a level that most will never see yep and i'm just like, yep. oprah yes yep yes yes oprah so if you if you have your reason and they're legit okay fine but you a you can't deny the impact and the greatness exactly and b if you're like searching for a reason then you have no reason then you have no reason <laughs> you're just hating on her exactly. so stay mad but we and... still don't love oprah <laughs> and black people okay <laughs> okay i'm gonna go watch own Thanks. <laughs> yes like oprah i'm sorry just just oprah like wow There's... yeah there's no need for explanation, really. Nope, nope there's not. <sighs> now, Michelle, if we don't know, do you know who Michelle is? Michelle Obama. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but also, no need for. <laughs> no need for. No, we don't have to introduce the floaters. Like, really? <laughs> She's already. Just Michelle. That's all you got to say. But I will say. She just gave a commencement speech at Tuskegee University, and I want to say it was about two weeks ago, like May 9th or something. Mm -hmm. Oh, you have to go watch that because she was, like, just everything she talks about, um, obstacles that she's faced, and she pinpointed how when she first, when Obama first went into the office, how people were already posing questions, like, is she going to be too loud? Would she be emasculating? Or, you know, was mm. she too much of a mom? And she was just like, mm. and then I had to come to terms with the fact that if I wanted to keep my sanity and I didn't want to allow, allow others to define me, then the only thing that she could do was trust God's plan for her life and block out the noise. Mm. Girl, yes. <laughs> that noise, though, you know? And she's yeah. Like, that um, she just had to learn to block everything out and, and just focus on her own truth and truly identify who she was and I was like whoa and she was saying this I got a commencement speech and I was just like it's like she just took you to church like really (laughs) and she's just like you know the noise it can't define you it can't hold you back and the only expectations that you need to live up to are your own and she kind of like when she said like um 
on your journey, you make sure that whatever you choose to do in life, that it's something that you make the choice to do as opposed to what someone else makes. Don't let anyone else make that choice for you. And I'm like, oh. And then she just talked about how she, you know, even she touched on how she's experienced, what she's experienced as a black woman. And she's like, Mm -hmm. no, even today we're seeing the age old problems. They haven't gone away. They just come in a different form. And she's like, they're still stubborn and they're not going to go away. And she's like, and people like you and me and Tuskegee University, isn't it an HBCU? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So Tuskegee University is an HBCU. And she's like, people like you and me she's telling the audience she's like they're going to make assumptions about who they think you are based on their limited notions of the world and she's just like no matter what it's always going to be an obstacle and i was like this is so true she's like no matter how far you go in life no matter how high, high you rise in life no matter how good you try to be a good person or a good citizen for some people that will never be enough and you've just got to come to terms with that reality and i'm like wow. oh my gosh that was like that right there I was done I was like she is so right because it's like we can get like the greatest education but we the color of our skin still has it's still a factor yeah and I was just like man she kept it so real and I was like Michelle why I love black people (laughs) that's our first lady yes (laughs) that is the float is all day every day so proud so educated intelligent so yes graceful and like a humble yeah graceful approachable she has the right just the most endearing spirit about her and just you know so humble and graceful Ugh, i just i could i could pick a thousand wonderful adjectives to, to describe, describe my first lady mm-hmm. i just feel so blessed that i you know she is our first lady and we were able to experience this because you know, I've I've just never been as affected by, and there's been some wonderful first ladies. I'm not downing any of them, but I've just personal. I've never we've never had this personal connection right. with one before. So the experience has just been second to none. Exactly. She's wonderful. Yup, and that is why I love black people this this week, <laughs> this week, every day, all day. Don't worry, I got a ton of reasons why. Okay, the list goes on and on. That was beautiful. You know why else I love black people, though? Oh, you got an extra one? I do, I do, because we be having the best TV theme song. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) What? (laughs) My friend and I... um, we're talking the other day and for, uh, this comes up sometimes where we just end up start talking about tv theme songs i don't know why maybe we're just like you know tv kids or whatever but um we started talking about the different world theme song and the different iterations of that do you remember that one <laughs> yeah actually i'm like i'm trying to get through this without like actually singing it because you know oh. that would be good oh. <laughs> But remember that the first version was kind of like country, like I don't know who sang it. I think while well, I was watching a different world on is it on Netflix? It's on Hulu or Netflix. I was trying mm-hmm. to go back and get back in. I was like, let me watch it from the beginning, and it was kind of country. It was, and then okay, so next they got Aretha Franklin, right? 
Okay, I don't know about all that. <laughs> Look, I, I didn't get that far in the episodes. I, I was like, oh, I could come back. Uh, <laughs> those are the best episodes, the later ones. Oh my gosh, with Dwayne, 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 Dwayne and, and um, Whitley. Yes. Oh, that episode where she dumped Byron at the altar and ran off with Dwayne. Mm-hmm. Listen. That was that was just television gold right there. But uh, but the theme song was just great. I mean that after the country one, which you know I don't know who sang it, but um, after that one, the last two were fantastic. So we had Aretha, and then we had Boys to Men. See, I need to go back and watch because I'm not yes, with all this. Do you absolutely do? Because you need to go get your life. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it, then I was like, I gotta go do other stuff, and I was gonna come back. I just knew I could come back, but somebody on Twitter, I don't know who it is, somebody on Twitter watches it every Saturday, and they have, like, a live, well, it's not live, but you can tweet back and forth while you're watching. They're, like, on 17 or 18 right now, and so they each, I'm like, I need to get on on this so I can be over there tweeting, like, did y'all see this part? Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know who does it, though. It's somebody on Twitter that does it. And I was like, that sounds really fun. It, I, that's, I was trying to get in on the fun, but I always <laughs> missed it. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I got to get there. Don't worry. I'm Even if I haven't seen or if I'm not even at that point le- yet, I'm going to get there because I'm going to tweet with those people who are watching it. Yeah, that that sounds like a good idea. But but first and foremost, you need to listen to these these versions I of the theme song. Oh, that version. Uh, <laughs> And, and let me know which is your favorite because I'm curious to know. I mean, it's hard to. De- I'll have to go listen. Yeah, but it's hard. It's kind of hard to decide between Aretha and Boys to Men. I don't remember no. I don't remember those two. I think she's making that up, but we'll see. <laughs> listen to it, but that's still not my favorite TV theme show song. What's your favorite? My favorite is the theme to Amen. Do you remember that show? <laughs> really. I remember that show. However, I don't. What is up with you in the theme song? I don't know. The only theme song I know is the one everybody knows. Okay, that's the only one I know. Which one is that? Now this is a story all about how (laughs) my life got twist turned upside down. I'd like to take a minute to sit right there. (laughs) Because Prince of a Town called Bel Air. You know. That one was good. That one was That's good. Like the that was the most you know, memorable theme song ever. It was memorable. And, you know, well, everybody likes Will Smith. So, you know, that song was quite popular. And they they usually played the whole intro. They, I mean, I don't know what the deal is these days. They just don't have a memorable song and or they don't play the whole intro. But I don't know. I just remember singing along to Amen. Please <laughs> tell me what this theme song was because I need to know. Okay, it was a song called Shine On Me, and it was sang by Vanessa Bell Armstrong. But, okay, you you really want to make me sing on this. Well, I'll, let me see. I was going to YouTube it. Let me see. Oh, let me do It might not play. Let's see. And the, they had a breakdown and everything. That's how you know I grew up churchy, because... Hey! Hey! <laughs> exactly. Girl, you was going to church. <laughs> uh, yes. 
girl, my little, you know, five year old behind was up there <laughs> dancing. <laughs> but I feel like that's why I love it so much because it was composed by Andre Crouch and um, girl, I got my life every time <laughs> that show came on. Yeah, you have a little tambourine, like. <laughs> Have your I little mean, tambourine while you was. See, I don't remember that theme song. I'm sorry. Maybe it was before my time. Uh, <laughs> 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 were you, did you watch TV a lot when you were a kid? Not a lot, a lot, but. Yeah. Don't be trying to do me. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Just because you know how these shows. Did you watch TV a lot? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Seems to be a gap. <laughs> I was reading books, okay? <laughs> I did too. I did too. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't remember theme songs. I wasn't worried about the theme songs. You you wanted the, the meat <laughs> of the show. show. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, hey, maybe me and my friends were just extra. <laughs> maybe so. Which, so. Maybe it'll come back to me. I don't know, but I don't think so. Yeah. I'll have to listen to this different world theme song, though. Yes, girl. Go ahead and get your life later tonight. Just go ahead <laughs> and turn on that Aretha f- version and <laughs> hmm. and see which one I like better. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's kind of hard to decide, but both are really good. We shall see. <laughs> But I don't think the Boys to Men version came out until late, late in the show, like the last season or two. Hmm. So Aretha held it down for a few years. <laughs> she kept her little spot. Yeah, she did, as as she should. She's the queen of soul. Exactly. <laughs> oh, you know, that's another reason we love, I love we. I'm going to make you love. <laughs> we, um, B.B. King. Another reason we love black people. Yes. Bless his soul. I know. He was one of the great. He really was. He was one of the great. Touring up until last year, I think. Yeah, he was what? Um, he was 89. Yeah, when he passed. So when the greats, uh, I feel like the greats really love what they do. And they, they work and tour up until the last, you know, until they just physically can't anymore. Or up until those last days. Because... It's part of their soul at that point, you know. Yep. They they have to play. Yeah, and I think that's a, even in a lot of if they can't play, then that just you know that's not good for them. Yeah. That's what they yeah. Yeah. It's like it's not an option. You you make music and to live. Mm-hmm. So oh, may he baby. rest in peace. Yeah. But he lived his life. He lived a life, a rich life. So. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. He gave us some, some real gems. Exactly. So he will be missed, but we're grateful for the time that we had with him. Yep. This is it for this week. I'm thrilled that we're still doing this and if you are listening and you have any questions or comments or just or say ideas, hey. Yeah, just say hey to us. Let us know somebody is listening. Oh no, that would be nice. <laughs> Go ahead 
hit us up if you're listening. Um, you can talk to us many ways. You can email info at throwingcurves.com. You can hit us up on Twitter at throwing underscore curves. Or you can check us out on Instagram at throwing curves, all one word. All right. So say something to us. Say, hey, girl. Hey, whatever. <laughs> Just say hello. Let us know that you're in the universe somewhere listening to us. <laughs> We'd appreciate it. Yeah, you know, just one one person. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Anybody, somebody. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> but until next week. Yeah. It's been a great episode. We will still be loving black people next week. Don't worry. <laughs> You can't get rid of us. We're going to love you regardless. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So thank you for listening, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. 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 Bye.